0: Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us?
1: Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice.
0: With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. I just want to manage the expectations. On a desolate planet, a renegade Vulcan
1: seeks ultimate knowledge. To find it, we'll need a starship. And he will stop at nothing to get it.
0: We have learned more in the past decade from genetics than a century of digging up bones. We have our first genetically modified hybrid. Just went and made a new dinosaur? Probably not a good idea.
1: This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by Gems Art Studio. This podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Welcome to an Organized hey. podcast. Joining me is Bobby, who was off last week because you know, yes, he was being lazy and not fully dedicating to the job. What's up with that? That's
0: man? true. Uh, it was it was the elevation. <laughs> uh, I uh, went on a vacation with my wife out to Colorado for a much needed R and R and recharging. Yeah. So high elevation is what that called for.
1: Yeah. Well, that that I guess I guess. But, uh, yeah, in case you're wondering, this is actually the 50th episode of the podcast.
0: Five oh, yes,
1: yes, which means I've done 50 episodes, and this, this lazy fucker's done, like, what, 42 or some shit?
0: 42. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. yeah. Jesus,
1: come on. You know, this, this podcast is high profit. They sure, are. Sure. They yeah. are.
0: But, you know, I'm, I'm putting some amateur <laughs> numbers a- up. I need to set my game up, you know. Hey,
1: a- hey, a- it's good fun. But, you know, it, we thought it'd be fun <laughs> to go ahead and just do a live stream. Haven't attempted a live stream in a while. Note we are about a half hour late, so thanks uh thanks Jericho for hanging in there with us while we figure it out. Thank you. Um But yeah, I wanted to go ahead and share the live stream. Uh for the big fiftieth episode, we have Top Gun Two, which uh probably wouldn't have been the movie I would pick, but it's the big new movie out, so we're gonna be talking (laughs) about that. Uh we got Star Trek five and Jurassic World. Yes. Uh all oh, movies that have definitely been released over time.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, well, are we ready to roll into Top, top Gun Two?
0: Uh, yeah. Right. Let's uh, let's get into it.
1: All right, Top Gun Two. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, I watched the we watched the original. I guess it was two weeks ago. And yeah. I enjoyed it but it was it was fine um this i actually thought was a lot better um we'll yeah. have to see how how time will judge it but like i really enjoyed this one quite a bit where are you at bobby
0: mm. i i enjoyed it too i mean i i thought Right from the uh, right out of the gate, I kind of thought it was going to be very cheesy because of how Mm -hmm. the opening was really lining up to how the original was, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "What's next? They're going to play Danger." it's all the wow. They didn't even give that (laughs) they didn't they didn't even give that opening uh, theme much time to breathe until they went right into Kenny Loggins, which I mean, it's it's Top Gun. That's the number one song you associate Mm with Maverick, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I mean, visually, this movie was gorgeous yes, yes like I could see that they put a lot of time into this and you know it, it shows it absolutely shows yeah it, it's definitely a theater experience movie yeah like definitely definitely unless you have like a really baller surround sound yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know I just I don't know. for me I was I was kind of sold on the story like uh the, basically the story here uh I don't know if it's sp- supposed to be the same enemies. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really think about how the enemies in the first one were never named. I just thought they were yeah. Russian. I think it's just like the Red Star or something. But like, they're never well, named. Yeah. And and they're even less named They're not named, named in this one either. They're way less named here. There's no yeah. Red Star or anything. They just... <laughs>
0: They just say, like, some enemies have some Iranian plutonium. That is just the closest to any identification, but it's really just, you know, the ownership of said plutonium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well,
1: but... I mean, they actually have a mission here, though, which kind of helps build the excitement up a bit, because in the first one, yeah. they're just, like, doing random maneuvers, and occasionally these enemies would show up and fuck around with them. And it wasn't until the very yeah. end where there's any shooting whatsoever. one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, like it was just them getting like their uh, missiles locked on them, and that's it.
1: But yeah, I, I feel like it's such a basic thing. But I really like the idea how like Mavericks to treating them for a mission, and it really helps uh heighten the uh the stakes. They give words live, <laughs> they do, yes. But yeah, Sorry. Like, like every time they do a training mission, it's like okay, this is what they're training for instead of like. A lot of the first one just felt like, yeah, we're doing training for showboating. Um, <laughs> you know. Oh
0: no, yeah. I mean, yeah i I did like uh, in the beginning uh, when it showed Maverick's job. He was working, which pretty much was like a like a naval test yes. pilot, where he 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 breaks Mach ten mm-hmm. and then just takes it to like point ten ten point three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it, before he blacks out. You know, I
1: thought like at first I thought it was just gonna be a vanity thing where it's like, okay, he gets to Mach ten, you know. Okay. Yeah. But then he then of course he pushed it. It's like, okay, this is this is where the ego is. To, okay, I got gotcha. you. His ego takes yeah. over and he wrecks the shit out of that plane just to get to what ten point four or some shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it was kind of nice to see where that character is, and it's eh, just about right where you'd think he would be at yeah, that point exactly. <laughs> Find out that he never moved past captain because, and he ranked higher than he, they ground him. Yeah, and he didn't, and he didn't want to lose his wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, let's. He needs to be teaching people at top. Gun.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, because he's the most uh, responsible fellow there too. <laughs> <coughs> <You know>?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: but yeah, it's it is interesting. Um, yeah, this they bring him on to be a trainer, not because. Where is my mind going? Uh, but yeah, just essentially because, what else are they gonna do with him? His experience, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's Iceman is the only person who's kind of keeping him alive at this point. It's kind of clear nobody wants anything to do with him because he just does whatever the fuck he wants all the time.
0: He, he's Maverick, yeah. yeah.
1: It's not just
0: it's not just a clever call sign. Yeah, song.
1: it's it's also very obnoxiousness it's like hey i can do cool stuff i'm obnoxious about it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you know he had brought up that everybody his age is an admiral like ice man who uh yeah it's a very brief cameo that val kilmer has in this movie but i really liked it um i don't know the full details maybe you could fill us in but
0: Hmm.
1: um to my understanding, Bell Kilmer has had throat cancer that he's been battling off and on for the past few years. I, I
0: thought believe... he was in recovery. Yeah, I believe that he is. Clear, it was back in 2015 mm-hmm. that I believe is when his diagnosis came in. but he, Or at least he's been cancer-free of it from then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm checking that now. He was undergoing let's see, uh he had damage to his voice after being diagnosed with throat cancer and undergoing a tracheotomy in two thousand fourteen. Uh, oh. Yeah. But I believe yeah. Wow, so it
1: happened. Yeah, he just lost years.
0: his voice, but he survived yeah, yeah, he survived throat cancer. But, uh, yeah, he just kind of lost his voice in the mm-hmm. process.
1: Well, I, I looked up his, uh. his filmography, and he has been actively still out there, which is great. Um, but, obviously, he hasn't spe- been speaking so much, which is unfortunate. Um, Val Kilmer is one of those great actors. Nobody ever – I feel like he, he doesn't get mentioned enough because he does good work whenever I see him. And he, he's good here for his brief. Yeah. Song. He gets a couple of lines. His voice is not all the way there yet.
0: I'd love to see him recover.
1: I'd love to see him have at least somewhat of a role in the new Willow series. I I think it's doubtful he'll get this season. But, you know, see some sort of return for him there would be great. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be.
1: But, yeah. um, Yeah, he does a great job here. Uh, It just reminds me how much I miss Val Kilmer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it did. Seeing him on the big screen, it was like, oh, that's that's
1: fucking awesome, man. Well, well, I'm trying to think the last role I remember him in the big role. Like he's been in stuff, but the last big role I remember him in was it was it Tombstone? Kiss, kiss,
0: bane, bane. Kiss, 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 bane, bane.
1: Yeah, I think that was later. That was
0: good. That was was that was with Downey. That was with Downey. Yeah, Uh, 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 that is great. Yeah, that is a great Mm -hmm. movie.
1: But yeah, Uh, yeah, this is just such a good one. Oh, yeah. And we can't really go too far into it and not talk about Miles Teller, who is fantastic in this movie.
0: He is an I've been watching a series with him uh, on uh, Paramount Plus called The Offer lately, where uh, he plays one of the producers that helped get The Godfather made. So it's like and it's and I believe the series is based off of his book like the guy who Miles Teller is per- portraying in this, but honestly, Miles Teller is like really one of my favorite things of that show. Oh, I mean well, like the whole cast in that show is great, but Miles Teller in particular, he is very great as an actor. And I have genuinely liked everything I've ever seen him in. Cause the more I watch it, I think, Oh, that's right. He was in that mm-hmm. he was great in that. Well, that
1: I'm, tra- I'm sorry. Tra- well, I, was, I think he, he's a great actor. Um, I'm trying to think. I wanted the blah blah The uh Fantastic Four movie. I think it's worth saying, yes, he oh. did lead in that. But there are lots of great actors yeah. in that movie. Uh they all suffered yeah. there. Uh there's that
0: to- Toby Bell is a great mm-hmm. actor, just he had some terrible direction in that oh, movie. Oh, yeah.
1: No, that, that movie was a shit show. I don't think anybody recovered from yeah. that one. But great actors. <laughs>
0: Uh, the uh, actress who played Sue Storm, I know, was uh, she was in the news recently.
1: Oh, what happened with her, uh, Kate Mara?
0: I guess that no, I, yeah, I guess that she was unhappy that Marvel didn't approach her to reprise her role.
1: Oh, well, it didn't approach a lot of people.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, there were some rumors, <laughs> but eh,
0: eh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they—they're already showing one of the main four mm-hmm. in another. Feature, uh, I guarantee you, they they have already had that four picked from that second that Easter egg was at the end of uh, the second Spider-Man movie. You see, They've already had their casting I'm for not, that.
1: I'm not as confident about that. I almost feel like that little uh, Easter egg of John Krasinski was kind of just something. To, was fan service. Yeah, some fan service. Will he be picked for Mr. Fantastic? I feel like now they've kind of opened the doors so they can go either way with it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, true. But I mean, it, one could also argue in that we're getting way off topic no, here. Well, but, well, yeah, this
1: is Top Gun, right? <laughs> well,
0: but but I'm but I'm going to bring it right back into to Maverick. But uh, you know, if it's the same actor, you know, portraying the same person mm-hmm. in either universe, such as Strange, that universe is Strange and are Strange, then it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities. However, I did I did hear kind of ideas, or there was talks that uh, somebody was going to play that universe's Iron Man, and it was going to be Tom Cruise. Like, he was going to wear the full thing, yeah. Well,
1: that was a huge rumor (laughs) that obviously didn't pan
0: out. That was... It didn't pan out, but, I mean, that would... I've heard that he can't. He, he wanted to do it, but, you know, it because Tom Cruise does cameos like that, I wouldn't put it out of mm-hmm. the realm of possibilities. Think about the uh, cameo he did in Tropic Thunder. I was going to say,
1: that's got to be one of the most famous cameos ever, his role in Tropic Thunder. Or,
0: or him in Rock of Ages. He's really not, that's, like, a star in I, that I movie. He just kind of ages. cameos.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't put it past him just to be him doing a robert downey impersonation because i think i think that he was approached to be iron man at first
1: yeah it will not surprise me uh, man. and lots of people were saying and, it was a delete scene i'm like there's no way they hired tom cruise paid him and then to fucking deleted it it's he it never to cut him yeah it never
0: like he he no no, even if it's a bad take, yeah. they still would have kept it because it's Tom Cruise dressed as Iron Man. Let's assume,
1: like. it, let's assume it's all garbage and they can't use it in the movie. They won't have <laughs> thought of a way to sneak it into a mid-credits or something like that. Just, just <laughs> Yeah. They will use something. Or they even have,
0: like, or even introduce the blooper reels but have it be like you know the Hulk in in like you know Professor Hulk it's just Ruffalo doing that but they still have it CGI'd as Hulk Mm -hmm. but them cutting it up in between scenes like I think that would be comic
1: yeah (laughs) but yes uh, Miles Teller uh, in Top Gun 2 Miles Teller bringing it back subtly nobody noticed yes Um...
0: Teller nobody did (laughs) sorry that's what we do
1: Miles Teller uh (laughs) He plays, God, I want to say he plays Goose. No, he plays Rooster, who is Goose's Rooster, son. Rooster, yeah. Which uh, you brought up before we were live, how that is the, uh, there's definitely some time, playing with time here a little bit. Cause, <laughs> some numbers. Yeah, because we do see Rooster in the first one as like a kid. As like
0: five or six, it, maybe. It
1: could be four if you want to push it. But yeah, he's he's young. Yeah. So that means Miles Teller in this movie early 40s. <laughs>
0: yeah. So like, so uh,
1: let's assume he's probably not supposed to be that old.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's like maybe late 20s, early 30s. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so I, that means probably age down Tom Cruise 10 years. Sure. That makes him about the same age as Jennifer yeah. Connelly. Hey, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say I like Jennifer right. Connelly in this movie.
0: As an addition, as a new character, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: she does... I wish they had written a bit more for her to do other than just kind of be the love interest, because I do feel like the meat of this story is very much uh, Maverick and Rooster. <laughs> it is.
0: I, I I feel that it... It really is, and it, it did kind of remind me of, like, like you know, movies of that time period.
1: Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like, of when
0: Tom... Like, especially since you brought that up with Jennifer Connelly, like, I mean, Jennifer Connelly is a very talented yes. actress, an amazing actress. And yeah, I kind of think that she would have more to play than just, you know, the love interest. In and I kind of just that, that I that's one thing I feel it was a little mm-hmm. lacking. But uh, but I. I will yeah. say
1: the chemistry between her and uh, Tom Cruise is way better than the chemistry between her and Kelly, or her him and Kelly Far
0: Nicholas. more convincing. Oh, yeah. Far more convincing, yes.
1: I don't know if it was quite as good as it was between Maverick and Iceman in the last movie, but it, it was better than... <laughs>
0: well, definitely I know that there was, like... I Some things I noticed with Miles Teller's performance is that he did, like... When he was hanging out with his fellow pilots, like the pilots his age, especially in the bar scene, like he was almost mimicking Anthony Edwards' performance.
1: Yeah, I kind of felt that way. Like
0: mannerisms and appearance. And I noticed him do it a lot of the other times when bragging with other people, like things he would do with his face would be the same way that he did that. And I wonder, like, did he just pick up and decide to do that as his own? Like it's a trait he just picked up from his dad that he didn't know about because they did say that his mom also died yeah. she died too I guess they can't get, which they i think was Man. that movie is, yeah i guess I, I guess meg didn't want to return yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah i i was a little bit disappointed when they just said she died i was like oh really that's kind of yeah uh, <laughs> me too
0: i was like oh that's some weak yeah. sauce we can't even get a ghost yeah. goose i was a little i was kind of hoping I was kind of wondering if they'd like, do
1: something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> like are they going to do talk to be goose have just go mm-hmm. with it what but uh <laughs> i'm just losing his mind that's really the plot of this movie <laughs> it, it's,
1: i think it, one of the things i really enjoy though was uh just the end of this movie the uh like essentially yeah. you had the random shooting war essentially start at the beginning of the last one but you compare it to this where it's like this whole aerial maneuver they have to do to blow up this one area and then essentially it's a mm-hmm. fight for their lives to get out and then yeah. yeah it gets even more extreme when I don't want to spoil the whole thing but eventually we get to a point where it's like like what the the best generation fighters apparently more advanced than anything the United States has um, versus <laughs> the old beat up plane flown by Tom Cruise with Rooster in the uh, Rio seat or whatever they call it
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it's like okay we're, but it was fun I had. This is a fun. movie. I had a lot of yes. fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, I had a lot of fun in the theater, and I, I even though like it was a, it was a small. Sh- it was a, it was not a packed house. Mm-hmm. It was not a packed house. Well, you house. saw it, it Sunday was night, maybe ten of. Uh, I saw it Saturday. Yeah. night.
1: it was pretty. It was a lot fuller than I expected. It wasn't Doctor Strange too full, well, cool, but it was there was a decent audience. Mm.
0: Well, yeah. I also picked a showtime where I knew it wouldn't be crowded, just because. I had kind of just spent the past two days, you know, traveling yeah. in the car for like 10 plus hours. So I kind of wanted an area where I could stretch out, you know, relax a little <laughs> and just enjoy the movie and not have it be like a super, super packed event. I was surprised that there was barely 10 of us in that theater. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. like, gen- like, I even checked it, like, the, like, I went to go on their website right before the screening, like, the before, like, the lights went down for the initial previews. And it was like, wow, there's maybe eight people, eight seats that have been sold to this. This might be a quiet house. And it was. I mean, everyone in there did enjoy the movie. There were cheers, jeers. You know, people laughed yeah. when they should have. <laughs> well,
1: it's it's a fun one. It's, I would say this is definitely worth checking out. Um, I do want to say I do see people blowing up a bit too much about it. I've seen so many people saying this is the best movie they've seen in years and stuff. It gets a bit over the top. I,
0: yeah, I, I'll say it. It definitely you see that they put a lot of work mm-hmm. into this movie, like camera crew, the sound, pe- the sound team, like the visual, the photog- like the the videography of it too is just like, the cinematic. Mm-hmm oh my god this thing looks is just gorgeous looks gorgeous on film there are some amazing shots in this that i was very much in awe of and through the first aerial scenes that they showed in the movie which is pretty much in that eight minute sequence that they've already released before like it dropped i think they would release it the weekend before
1: that seems familiar i didn't watch it but yeah
0: uh, well, uh, while we were out in Colorado, some friends hadn't seen Doctor Strange too, so we went to go see that mm. on one of the first days we arrived. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you this, Bob. When we got there, uh, it, we got 14 inches of snow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we dr- we drove in in that snowstorm right at the beginning, mm. just backed into our parking spot, unloaded yeah. the car, and stayed in our hotel room for two yeah. days. We did not leave. Our Our friend who lived there, he came and got us. I was like, yeah, no, you're driving us, man. Yeah. Like, no, we are n- no, no, We could deal with a city, but on a mountain, no, we are not driving in this. He's yeah. was like, no, it's cool, guys. I'll get you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but, yes, so in the theater, this was one of the trailers for it, for the when we saw Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. So I got to watch that with the whole row of new people who hadn't seen it yet. Nice. It was hard not to answer and, like, just spoil things. Yeah. Wait, why are they doing this? Lean to me. Why are they doing this? I go, do you want me to spoil it? Because I yeah. will. No, don't. Okay, It's like, okay. Yeah, it's
1: like, I'm willing to spoil it, but I don't recommend it. I don't recommend
0: Yeah, and it's like, well, because it won't make sense if I explain mm. it. It's like, well, how, can you do it without spoiling it? No.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, it's complicated. Just just pay attention. But, yeah. But this was one of the trailers. This whole That whole initial uh, class with the... Uh, that first sequence of him taking them all out and doing them doing push-ups. That was the trailer that we saw for this. Even watching it, uh, that's kind of like, okay, I might see that in the theater. That looks okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. <laughs> Even the sound looked great. I was a little mad I didn't splurge for Dolby Digital like the big big imax screen so
1: in the chat puma fist is asking is is there a black gay pilot in the movie and i remember a black pilot in the movie i don't remember if he was gay or if that was ever established or i
0: don't remember yeah i don't think they ever established it
1: yeah i don't think they ever established that puma
0: yeah i'm not a hundred percent on that
1: if if so, it might have been cut or something. Um, yeah, there there was a black pilot. Uh, was that payback? Or
0: something? I believe like that. yes. No,
1: something like that. Yes, it it was not fanboy.
0: No, it wasn't fanboy. It wasn't fanboy. It wasn't a
1: huge character, but he was definitely one of the pilots. Like, I want to say of the the pilots in the he, I guess we should probably go over. Uh, obviously, Rooster is the main one but uh, probably the second main one would either be hangman or phoenix Hangman's yeah a guy who's kind of a dick and he's called hangman because he leaves his wingman out to dry
0: (laughs) yeah he he's kind of the jerk he's kind of the jerk bag and that's very well established early in the movie
1: i also like is he's kind of he's kind of the jerk bag but he's also kind of the new maverick He's he's kind of mavericking to look at young. I himself. thought he was more mm. of.
0: I thought he was. I, I I got more of Iceman. Really?
1: No, I got more of maverick. Just that
0: slick Iceman. back. He had the he had the slick back Val Kilmer hair, dude. Well, I mean, vision. Well, I mean, visually Val had...
1: maybe, but I feel like attitude. wise yeah. it was definitely more of a maverick attitude. I felt like. I remember... Oh yeah. Um. But then, like, uh, in more of the background, well, Bob, I even felt was more, uh more uh there and then you had like payback and i want i don't know who the name of the other one was fanboy fanboy yeah fanboy was definitely one of them there
0: oh don't forget bob
1: That's why i mentioned bob because there's like the main yeah. ones which are like roosters obviously the main one and then like step down you get uh hangman and phoenix and then maybe step down to get bob then step down again it's like the rest
0: yeah, there was a fanboy and a payback, mm-hmm. who was played by Jay Ellis. Fanboy was played by Danny Ramirez. Bob was played by Lewis Pullman.
1: I always meant to look. Does he relate
0: to uh, uh, Bill Pullman at all? Yeah. I I meant to look that up too. I, that I was name. curious yeah, when I, I saw that. I, I I parents Bill.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Parents Bill. They'll
1: help you get jobs, I guess. <laughs>
0: and uh, Tamara. Oh, well, I guess. Oh, Hurwitz, yeah. Jack and Masaya, he has siblings. Okay. Wow, he was—he's twenty-nine. Okay, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> he—he—he kind of did. He kind of looks like his dad.
1: Yeah, no, I can kind of see that too. Which is kind of like not even the name, but like to a degree, kind of looking. him, was like, it could be.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think that those are all the pilots. Yeah. They
1: might have planned on the character being gay, but it might be cut because Tomcat is the black guy. Uh, let's see. I Tomcat Tom doesn't ring a bell, Puma. Um, now I'm going to have to look it up here. <laughs> All right. uh... Okay, Payback is definitely the character I'm thinking of as the, the pilot. I don't think it's Tomcat. I don't... But yeah, I th- I, if, if he was planned to be gay, I think it was a deleted scene. Uh, or it was a blink and you miss it thing maybe set up so they could try for a China release, which is always so lame. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we head into the final frontier? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Let us share in our pain
1: okay
0: i guess i guess the only thing i'd add to it is just to see that movie yeah
1: yeah it's top gun 2 if you like the first one at all definitely see the second one because the second one's even better yeah <laughs> but bobby do you know why they are putting seatbelts in theaters this summer
0: oh <laughs> what is that i
1: don't know but that is the official tagline for star trek 5 <laughs> the final frontier
0: Oh, so it is.
1: Oh, oh
0: my! God. I know.
1: It's the official tagline for the most boring Star Trek there is. I don't know. I guess we haven't gotten. Into, yeah, there's, this... there's some stinkers later too, but yeah, this this is this is the first real stinker of the bunch.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like you know, sometimes you see the writer and the director's fingerprints all over this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is this was. Uh, directed by william shatner he did some story work on it too yeah this was him yeah. like Larry nimoy had done the last two and it was part of the contract where Larry nimoy gets to do stuff shatner gets to do stuff so he decided to pull that part of the contract and
0: do part five and they each get paid the same yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i mean that that that's kind of beautiful i gotta give them both credit for that 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 that's well done yeah. boys <laughs>
1: But uh, there was also a writer's strike uh, during the time when this was uh, being made. And I swear yeah. to God, there's a special effects strike, too, because, oh, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's a la- it's a labor in a union. Man. OK,
1: it's, it's this looks like it was made on the cheap. And part of the thing with Star Trek is after the first one, they really made them on the cheap. But this is the mm-hmm. first one where it shows so bad oh absolutely like, there are moments in the other ones where you can kind of see mo- like where it shows a little bit but here it's like non-stop it's showing uh <laughs> uh and what i one thing that bugs me about watching is because it is it's a slog to get through but there are really good story ideas in this one stuff where it's like yeah. oh god that's interesting too bad they don't do shit with it like I didn't even remember that the the planet they start out on uh, where the, our main bad guy starts out on is supposed to be this planet of peace where you have delegations from uh, the Federation, the Klingon Empire and Romulans. And they're on this planet, but they're kind of forgotten about. And, they, you know, they're important individuals, but they're just kind of abandoned here. Now, yeah. what do they do with this? Jack shit, for the most part.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck all is yeah. what they do with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, oh,
0: I mean, I yeah. I mean, like, you know, a, 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 i swear this isn't a joke. Like a Romulan, a Klingon, and a human walk into a bar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cuz that's literally the how this plot gets yeah. going. Uh
1: Well, <laughs> I want to talk about the main villain cuz I actually think the main villain's an interesting idea again. What you have is this Vulcan who essentially i it's never formally established but he, i assume he used some sort of variation of mind melds to like get yeah. people to release their pain as he calls it or you know share their pain just kind of to help them along and he built up like this cult following doing this thing for people
0: it, it it's never yeah they don't establish how yeah. he can do this or anything which again like you said is a great idea mm. But, yeah, let's let's dig more into that instead of just kind of gloss it over. Mm -hmm. But but instead, what I feel that this movie would would have helped it is if we just throw on this Klingon threat for absolutely no reason.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Klingons. Oh. That would have been so easy (laughs) to delete out of this movie. They're just I mean,
0: (laughs) they're just there. Like no point mm-hmm. for them to be a- at all, other than just oh hey, there's Klingons because it's Star Trek. Yes. Well, what was? Well, it, it. I. It, it... <laughs> what was
1: the name of uh, Christopher Lloyd's character? Was it Kirk or something like that?
0: I think so. Yeah. Okay. Kirk.
1: Here's a story idea. Make this Klingon Kirk's son. He finds out where Kirk is, and he yeah. goes on a revenge mission. That's just, you know, getting you started out. Like, that's not a complete story. Yeah. But give this guy something to do. This guy is literally, like, shooting down satellites saying, I'm bored. Let's go after this guy for some reason. Yeah. It's, what the fuck is that? There's no emotional connection there. I don't give a shit about this guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah. It, <laughs> like...
1: It's not even so much I need to care about him as much as it feels tacked on, because Did... it fucking Did... is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Didn't we do this in the last movie and barely use the Klingons in that one? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Or no, that was three. No, that was three. Three three does it way better. Yeah, three did it way better of not using Klingons. Yeah,
1: at (laughs) least three, like the Klingons are going after Genesis. And, you know, that would be about the time Self Titled came out. That was a good album. So I get why they're going after Genesis, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But. Uh, okay, so you got this Vulcan cult leader, he's building up a cult. He does take those ambassadors hostage, which is the only thing they really do. Um yeah. The Enterprise has to go save them. And I love how like the Enterprise is busted up. And, you know, so Kirk gets called, "Hey, we want you to go do this mission." And Kirk's like, "Well, there's ships that are actually in good working order. The Enterprise can't do this." And he's like, "Ships in good working order, but no experienced commanders." And in my mind I'm like, "Okay, get a shuttle." move cool. Kirk to one of those fucking ships then.
0: Cool. Yeah. Take my tool. Get cool. Get some shuttles. Take me, and my crew to yeah, those ships. It's like what are you doing? My ship my ship is falling yeah. apart.
1: I mean, okay, if he's that pull nice this... to, to you, I get it. Just move him someplace else. He doesn't need to be on the Enterprise. Well, it's fucked, you know.
0: Yeah, and unlike uh, Voyage Home, you know, uh, as opposed to making use of several of the ship's crew, um, most of them kind of don't have anything to do the entire film, like Sulu.
1: Yeah, no, uh, none of them really do. Um, or Scotty. Well, uh,
0: I think it's just Chekhov, Ahura.
1: Well, Sulu, <laughs>
0: Scotty gets a
1: little bit. I'll I'll say Sky gets a little bit, but this is
0: He gets knocked out by his own yes, ship yes. after saying it's a bit how yeah, no, no." gets no, he... a little
1: bit. Oh, and I thought the idea of uh like they kind of implied that Scotty and Ohara might be flirting like, you know, at least like early stages of a relationship. What do they do with yeah. that? Fuck all
0: Nothing. <laughs> Get, let her do a fan dance on a hill. Jesus. That's what they do with it
1: oh the fan dance oh. <laughs>
0: again sometimes you could see a director's fingerprints all over the yes. film William Shatner like, the three titted yes. like the three-titted cats like that he had to have a fight with
1: there is that scene where they're breaking in and saving the hostages and kirk i feel like there are moments where kirk really wants us to be like die hard although this might be I think this might be a little bit after Die Hard. But yeah, he wants it to be like his Die Hard, but he's not willing to go all in on it. So it just doesn't <laughs> work. But there's there's that solo fight where the cat jumps on him, and there's nothing to that fight at all. Uh, no. It's just, you know, lots of screaming. and it He was throws a tussle. her into water that kills her or knocks her out instantly for some reason. <laughs> I, I,
0: I saw Raptors go out with more dignity in the other movie we're going to talk about. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, not even close Not even (laughs) (laughs) Oh, But yes uh, We have this Vulcan cult leader He's building up his cult And his goal is to find God This is an interesting idea Wasted on this movie as well Um, Yeah They say God is in the center of Is it the known universe or the known solar No, it's not the solar system
0: At the edge of the known universe, I believe, and they get
1: there in like what, like two hours? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they go through the threshold. That's the thing about the fucking
1: threshold. They talk about how nobody's ever crossed it, and then they just go through it, and it's nothing. It's like fog. What the fuck was that?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, they could have gone like two thousand one level sci fi with that, but you know, no, no, just just. Just a soundstage with a lot of fog and uh, strobe lighting.
1: I don't even understand. It's like nobody's ever crossed. And
0: more bad CGI. Nobody
1: (laughs) got into a ship and tried to go through it ever. Not once. No.
0: Not even once. Uh, I remember uh,
1: Expanse, not that too long ago, um, when uh, there's these ring devices that end up uh, spawning in this series. And one yeah. of the things that the government tries to do is coordinate it off or quarantine it off, so they can do experiments. But they still couldn't stop motherfuckers from experimenting and flying through those things to see what happened. And yet, somehow, the <laughs> center of the edge universe, this mysterious planet, nobody wants to touch it for some reason until the Enterprise decides, eh, let's just go forward here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie sucks. <laughs> Uh, yeah it does um, I guess we should talk about God in this movie (laughs) I believe in uh, expanded universe stuff they have (laughs) explained that this was supposed to be a prison planet and this was supposed to be a super powerful being that was just locked up on this planet like Orbo? Sure
0: (laughs) from Futurama? (laughs)
1: But uh, they don't establish that here. So this is just kind of a super powerful alien. But he gets taken out by... uh, Well, he's not taken out by the first Topeo they show, but he's taken out by Klingon blasters later. Because that makes sense, right? That makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, from a bird Mm -hmm. of prey, he's able to be taken out. Which, by the way, that general was with them the entire time, right?
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, ever since they went to free the hostage, he's been with them the whole time.
0: Yeah, he could have, like, told them to stand down a long time ago yeah. before he actually decided well, to do let's that. Well,
1: be, let's be fair. Those Klingons did fuck all until the last little bit. They kept on doing yeah. bits of them throughout it... the movie where, like, everybody's shocked at the sight of God so nobody's looking at the fucking sensors and the sensors apparently aren't even doing alarms. Of course, the ship's not even supposed to work, so... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's,
0: hey, I gotta swap out. Okay,
1: but yeah, this is yep, This is some. just a uh, Bobby switched out Styles battery, guys. But yeah, this is bad. Um, some things I do want to mention is uh, the actor who plays who's it, Cybok the main villain. His name is Lawrence Luckenbill, and I'm sorry if I got that name wrong. But he does a good job. Their original goal was to cast Sean Connery. And I think that won't be an interesting casting, but I do think this guy does a good job. Given that this is a thankless role. Uh just so bad. And apparently at in the planet at the end, there are supposed to be rock monsters that they fight. I think Hey, hey now that you're back, I'm about ready to get to the more interesting stuff. Because one thing I definitely want to talk about is how uh bring fire. Yeah, you mainly get the main three in this movie. You get McCoy, Spock, and Kirk. And you brought up a little bit earlier. You get a little bit more uh, Scotty.
0: I kind of thought that was interesting, too. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, it was brought up how... Oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, no, how we do get more of the main three. Yeah. Like those three, and we get their dynamic. Mm -hmm. And it's always been kind of shown, but never fully... I guess forced on, or leaned heavy on, as it is in this, which I I I enjoy it. I I I don't know if we needed as much time dedicated to the row 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 your boat scene because wasn't there a hostage situation going on that they they were cutting back and forth from? Well, well, still, I think as the audience, (laughs) I think I'm more invested in the hostage (laughs) situation than you know. Well, row, row 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 your boat.
1: Well. Lending credence to my William Shatner wanting to do a Star Trek Die Hard. His original plan for this was to have not only just most of the crew be taken over by uh, Cyborg, but also McCoy and Spock. And it was just supposed to be him against the bad guys. He's the only one that sees things straight.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've read that too. And that. It,
1: it sounds very <laughs> egotistical and cringe.
0: <laughs> yeah, no wonder half of like the crew protested it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and the cast.
1: That's the thing. Uh, it's only Larry Nimoy and D. Force Kelly who had enough power in their contracts to say, no, our characters aren't doing no. that. <laughs> so that's how come it's so much of them. Because all the stuff where it's all the three of them, that was originally just supposed to be Shatner. Uh Ah, it's it seems like such a waste. Like so many of the characters are just, I don't want to say zombies, not that, just yeah. whatever in this movie. Just kind of there. Yeah, it's it's such a waste. Um, yeah. In case you didn't notice, I do not like this movie.
0: No. Maybe no.
1: maybe my mind will change because uh, it's been a while, but I definitely think I like this less than in Insurrection nemesis yeah. is the big one when we get to i don't know if that'll be named the new worst one this is the worst one so far easily i don't know if nemesis will take it when we get to it nemesis yeah, is yeah, at least
0: we got now. a good one on the horizon man yeah there's you know, a we, good one on the horizon we got a
1: couple of good ones coming well we got a good one not as bad one and about that still bad and then another good one <laughs>
0: yeah we got a good we got a real good one next yes
1: yes <laughs>
0: and then an all all right. Yeah.
1: It's okay. It have been a lot better, but okay. <laughs> it's okay. Then,
0: it it, then it then is exactly. And then a pretty decent one. Yeah. Then an all right one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we will get to them. Uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, Star Trek Five. Why are they putting seatbelts <laughs> in theaters this summer? I have no fucking uh, idea. Probably I for Batman know. or Indiana Jones Three. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or Ghostbusters Two, or yeah. anything else that opened up around the same time. God,
1: yeah, this I don't like Ghostbusters Two at all, but this is definitely worse than Ghostbusters Two. Oh, the Skrullies. Oh yeah, no, just that one trial scene by itself makes it better than this movie.
0: <laughs> uh, really? I I think the dancing toaster is, is far better. I mean, I would have I would have rather taken I don't know six about that, but Rock Monsters Two. <laughs> Six rock monsters to that to Ghostbusters two one dancing toaster. Yeah, I would have taken six <laughs> fighting rock monsters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We didn't even get one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've heard in an interview where where William Shatner said that uh, you know, it, it pretty much just looked like a guy in a costume. Yeah, and to my as much as they try really to not bad. make it look yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, it just as much as we tried to not like make it, make it look like our guy in a costume, it still looked like our well, guy in a costume. I
1: talk about the effects really, but they're bad. Like the scene where Shat, Yeah, they
0: more eagle Well, tubs, I know that Shatner they
1: climbing that mountain and he falls. The screening on that scene is so bad when he's falling.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, but well I mean, we're going. Where are you... Uh I was going to talk about how ILM was unavailable because they were working on uh last crusade mm-hmm. yeah last which crusade. is that's last right. crusade is what came out yeah. is what came out during this and that's also why they couldn't get uh mr connery because he was filming last crusade
1: i thought connery <laughs> just said no but maybe it was last crusade <laughs>
0: Maybe it was Last Crusade. I mean, hey, that he could have used Last Crusade as an excuse to why he won't do it.
1: Yeah, that's true too. It's like, uh, no, I'm busy with Last Crusade. No, actually, we I'm don't old, start for our month. I'm no, I'm busy.
0: <laughs> I'm already filming another movie.
1: Did you already finish filming that? Uh, pickups.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> but yeah. Um.
0: This one's up. <laughs> yeah they so they couldn't get i l m so they I, I can't remember the name of the other studio that they went with, but they they tried they did Valiant. and a lot of them were uh stuff that Shatner wanted to go back and you know fix and correct, kind of like God's face at the end, mm-hmm. but uh Paramount wouldn't give him any more money, so they had to stick with it, yeah. Um, so I mean I, I I'm kind of curious to see what his if he would have had you know ILM at his disposal and you know
1: everything worked riders. out um,
0: yeah I I would have liked to see his full vision I really would have I mean and I'm not trying to defend <laughs> Final Frontier by any means mm-hmm. but. I just I think like you know it like if they would have dove more into those ideas.
1: Oh yeah, well the whole idea of searching and, for God was actually an idea Gene Roddenberry had for the first one that they decide to drop. Which yeah, like, but Gene was okay, also no. against
0: this as an idea too. He he hated this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I'm. A, yeah, it's it, it's a good it's a good I don't know it it was a. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Like, like we've said, we just they should have dove into it a little bit more.
1: So many good ideas, all that just barely scratched at the surface. Good casting for the villain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really wasted. Really wasted.
0: Absolutely.
1: But uh, are we ready to talk about some dinosaurs now?
0: Oh. <laughs> you mean uh, the mistakes of John Hammond?
1: Yes. Yes mistakes of john hammond yes jurassic world leading up to jurassic world dominion here in a couple weeks we are going through the jurassic world movies we already talked about jurassic park we script, skipped two and three now we're on to four um
0: there's a part of me that's a, there's a part of me that's a little upset that we uh skipped two
1: yeah uh, well,
0: uh, while i was watching this
1: yeah well
0: but then again i had to remember there, then there's that scene where i'm gonna have to listen to a baby dinosaur just like being very obnoxious for a long period of time oh, mm, yeah <laughs> so i'm i'm uh, yeah well, i'm happy that we won this one because it's been a while since i've seen this one
1: we will have a chance to pick that up if they make an our jurassic park movie which of course they will i mean they're saying this is the last one but i, I doubt it if this well, one makes I th- money I think
0: this is <laughs> i think this is the last of the world yeah, series because yeah. i mean they're no longer doing park yeah i think
1: So next we'll have a Jurassic uh, Daycare Center. I don't know. Planet. (laughs) Jurassic Planet, sure. (laughs) Jurassic Solar System. No, Hemisphere.
0: (laughs) Hemisphere. Uh,
1: But yeah, um, so I will say this is my second favorite Jurassic Park movie, and I enjoyed it more watching it this time than I've watched it than more recent rewatches. Not as much as the first time. I did really enjoy this the first time I watched it, um, and every watch after that's been a, bit, a little bit less. But this one, a little bit up. Um, I like a lot of the ideas here, and I feel like they do kind of explore them. Like I, this one really it, it understands the anti-corporatist idea to a degree. It's weird. It it talks about the anti-corporate, corp, or corporatist, well anti-corporatist, anti-capitalism stuff, kind of like the first Jurassic Park does but while at the same time feeling like this giant corporate thing. <coughs> um, It's a weird mix watching this. It's, and I don't like to a degree, it feels kind of self-aware, but maybe not. I love the idea of the uh, Verizon wireless presents the Indominus Rex.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that, that that's pretty funny. And, yeah, I, I, they do really dive into those themes really well. They handle yeah. it very good in this movie, but they they do a good job of telling it through a different, I guess, a few different narratives. Like we get it from the uh, from a Vince uh, from Vince D'Onofrio's character, yeah. As I would say, just the um, uh, the uh, I guess the chaotic character in it definitely. Yeah, because, you know, he 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 wants to weaponize raptors, for God's sakes.
1: Yeah, which is the most (laughs) insane idea I've ever heard in my life. But of course, we'll get explored more in the next one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I like I you hear that. And I even like I haven't seen this in a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I was watching that, I remember watching it thinking you fucking. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like (laughs) you. you, you, How long have you been employed for engines, sir?
1: Yeah. Like, he seems dedicated to making, <laughs> like, okay, kind of getting to his story a little bit. So, Owen Brady, is it Brady or Prady? Grady. Grady. I think Brady, Grady, yes, Is uh, the Chris Pratt character, and he's kind of training raptors, not really to behave, but kind of not to, like, attack him and to listen to him to a degree. Yeah. And Vincent D'Onofrio sees this for, like, a little bit and decides these guys would be great weapons of war because... They didn't eat him. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. That's a bit of a stretch. Oh, uh, <laughs> well,
0: we, we're jumping a little bit. Oh, yeah. No, we're right. definitely jumping oh, yeah. a bit. We're na- but yeah. I, I just, I wanted but how they tell the different narrative where you hear it from his perspective and it's just kind of, yeah, you don't agree with it, but you see the logic, but you also know where it will fail. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, but you just see his blind dedication to it, and it's just kind of more of like, are you hearing yourself right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, one thing I, I have to say though, it it is pretty cool when you you see the park at its fullest and greatest potential in the beginning.
1: Yes, in fact, that was it is. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about how in the first one you get the the soaring Jurassic Park theme when they're flying in, and you're seeing like. Yeah, forest in the park, and it looks great. Yeah, and here you get it, and what you see, you see the park filled with people, and it's like, people. That's that's weird. That's (laughs) kind of weird, but it's
0: it's (laughs) it's it's also kind of super mesmerizing. it only gets messed up, I think, later. But I'll 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 talk about that when we get to that part.
1: Well, one thing I really, (laughs) another thing I like about this movie is it's brought up how um uh bd wong his character i can't think of his name henry wu it what is
0: henry wan okay i think it is henry wan wong. Wong?
1: okay uh he he comes back from the first one even though he dies in the book but we don't see his fate in the movie so he comes back for this one um and he talks about how uh none of the dinosaurs uh they talk about how, how can you genetic how can you make up a dinosaur and he's like well, all these dinosaurs are kind of just guesstimates. We're missing lots of code. So we just kind of fill it in with what people will think to see. We don't know what these creatures actually look like. We're just fucking around, essentially. We're... It's like, yeah. I that was an interesting idea to put in there. Kind of kind of to cover their butts on, a bit on, like, oh, these don't aren't exact dinosaurs. Be like, well, yeah, of course they're not. This is what people expect dinosaurs to be. So this is what we're giving them. I thought that was a cool idea yeah. to introduce. <laughs>
0: I also very much like how uh, we're pretty much, as you can see from uh, Bryce Dallas uh, Howard's character, uh, Claire, how you see she is pretty much just taking what John Hammond's idea was and philosophy and just operating the business off that model. Yeah. And, you know, it, but she also has a boss, uh, I believe, Mr. Maserali.
1: Yes,
0: yes, the guy who's kind of taking yeah. over the John Hammond spot. Yeah, who who kind of, yeah, who's taken the ownership of it. Because mm-hmm. he even says, John Hammond left all the interest to in me with his dying wish that I would do this, yeah. And, you know, she later introduces him to his newest investment, which is a genetically engineered dinosaur. Yes because you know they decided that people are tired of seeing your same old dinosaurs let's yeah. let's create one because what could go wrong there
1: but
0: um they they never fully reveal what is what it's all made of or what all they splice together to create this thing um yeah but uh yeah, we uh, we get a tease of it. We don't get to see it at first, and this is when they introduce Owen uh, Chris Pratt's character. And uh, I just I, I didn't bother writing his name down. I just called him Engine Dick.
1: Yeah. Oh, what Vincent D'Onofrio? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> it's funny you write down engine, sometimes. Dick. I'm like, so- oh, I know who you're
0: talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, either that or sometimes I refer to him as Pile.
1: Yeah, he is so obviously just sleazy. Um,
0: Such a jerk bag. Yeah. But Vince D'Onofrio is so good at playing a jerk bag.
1: What well, One thing <laughs> I definitely want to talk about, and this is definitely jumping around. So because it's borrowing a lot from the first movie, obviously, we have two kids. Uh, Claire's uh, nephews are there with the goal mm-hmm. that they'll spend the, the weekend with their aunt at this park. And of course she immediately sticks them with the babysitter and they run off the first chance they get because the babysitter's just playing on her phone. Yeah. And then when they finally meet up with the babysitter, they give her the most gruesome death in the movie. Like they are yeah. hardcore on her. And it's like, Holy shit. She was just on her phone doing something she probably like she shouldn't be watching the kids to the first place. That should be what Claire's doing. And you gave her that death? Holy shit.
0: Like, yeah, what was it? She was picked up by uh, one pterodactyl. She was
1: picked up by multiple pterodactyls, dragged all over the fucking place.
0: Yeah, and then uh, dropped in water and then dove-attacked by a few of them. Yes. Then picked up by back talons and then eaten by a giant crustacean of the water. Yeah, and
1: it's like, (laughs) oh my God, like, I get it. Okay, watch the kids instead of play on your phone, but fuck, man. Message. Holy shit. <laughs> somebody, somebody had a baby. Somebody on the writing staff had a babysitter they really didn't like. That's all I'm saying there.
0: Like some unchecked aggression yes. there.
1: Um, oh, my oh, my God.
0: I also love that Owen is the most practical one in all of this where like, the uh, they think the the genetically engineered dinosaur got out. I mean, shocking.
1: No, I never saw that coming. Although we do have time to talk nope. about escape because that escape was all types of bad writing. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it, it, it gives all new meaning to a clever girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess we're in there now. So.
0: Yeah, we're we're in it. Okay, so the when we actually get to the first look of the dinosaur, mm-hmm. of the genetically engineered one, uh, what did I, what do they call it?
1: It's the Indominus Rex.
0: The Indominus Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: they have Owen go to the uh, padlock to check it out, make sure it's you know make sure it's secure, make sure it's safe for guests to come check it out, and of course he can't find it. Nobody can find it. They have a tracker on it because, of course, they do. But for some fucking reason, they can't check it out in that control room. They have to contact the main control room to contact the tracker. And what's more, she can't contact the main control room from that paddock's control room. She has to leave that paddock's control room, drive off so she can call up the main control room and get the tracking. What the fuck is that? (laughs)
0: what what why the fuck doesn't she have something on her fucking blackberry that she could just like you know oh it's in the cage
1: no that yeah that's like number one employees should have access to something like that but i was even thinking you know what they should just have is like a free app you come to this island you download this app if you're wondering where the dinosaurs are in the paddock click on this app it's right there everybody should see where the dinosaur is it's right fucking there. Look on your phone.
0: <laughs> Remember, download the app. Yes. It just cost ten ninety nine.
1: It's like, why Brought would you, you by set Pepsi. It up that way? Uh, yes, Claire is Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. Puma. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, uh, that that escaped. How is the
0: chat? Is it is is it just Puma in there? Or?
1: No, we got a few people. Uh, we oh, got okay. in here. The thanks for everybody who's joined us. But yeah, we got Puma. Yes, thank you. Hello, all. Phone. Puma, Alex Lemons, uh, Nate. Uh, we got a few people in here.
0: Okay. What's up, people?
1: Hey, people. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Uh, so, obviously, the big dinosaur escapes. Um, <laughs> what? This actually comes up to something else, because there's this great scene with the only practical effect in it, I think. And it's the, the de- dying brontosaurus. After it escapes, it yeah. kills a whole bunch of brontosauruses. And it's kind of sad because you see it kill it, but it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't, like, eat them or anything. It's obviously doing this for fun. And that's fucked up. Yeah. Rough. But you get this great that shot is. of uh, Chris Pratt with an actual practical brontosaurus head. You know, kind of... You know, soothing it while it dies. And it's kind of a nice shot. Yeah, it is. And some of the shots, drive I me think, because I... there are these shots with the raptor's head sticking out of the wall in these pens, <laughs> and that should have been practical, but wasn't. And it it looks yeah. it's good CGI, but won't look better practical because you can t- still tell it's CGI. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, they look bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think they look as good as possible of CGI, but. Don't do CGI for that, is the issue. Don't do that. You, just, no, literally, they, it's just a fucking they c- raptor head. <laughs>
0: it's a fucking puppet. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like, if this was done in 91, that shot would have looked better because they would have had to do a practical rapper, raptor head. Yeah. It would have looked better. And,
0: yeah, and they probably would have been the most expensive effect in the whole movie. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, so... Eventually, uh, the guy, I don't remember his name, but the guy taking over for Hammond, he dies breaking into a pterodactyl pen and releasing all the pterodactyls onto the good guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, he crashes a helicopter. After that While happened, one oh. flight Well, one flies in. Well, he almost loses his gunner, mm-hmm. and then he gets taken out by a pterodactyl, and then another one crashes into the cockpit and stabs the other pilot. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that his uh, helicopter was the only, had the only live, uh, live gun on it, which is a hell of a gun. But of course, now that gets destroyed. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, the, uh, well, they first try to extract it with, uh, non lethal weapons. And then they find out that the dinosaur pulled its tracking device out. (laughs) Mm
1: hmm. Yeah, and that, I kind of like what they do with the Indominus Rex. I wish they didn't do so much dumb shit in this movie, too. Because <laughs> I think, yeah. I want to stress, overall, I think this is a fun movie. This is definitely the second best Jurassic Park movie, for, in my opinion. It's oh, not absolutely. great, though.
0: <laughs> and there was, like, plenty of nice callbacks mm-hmm. to the old Jurassic Park movies. Yes. Like, uh, in the beginning, uh, the, uh, that one guy in the control room was wearing a Jurassic Park shirt. Yes, yes. And she's like, don't you think that's in bad taste?
1: But He was <laughs> like, that park was legit, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh,
0: I man, mean, man. the boys fix up the old Jeep, and they find the old, uh, uh, visitor' center.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which all that stuff was really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was fun getting those little callbacks. Um, and of course, I guess, uh. Yeah, so we talk about the main the the main guy in of the Park* dies with the the one live gun in the pterodactyl pit, and that leaves uh, what do you call him, Injun douchebag in charge. Yeah, Engine Dick. He's not, he's not technically dick, yeah. in charge, but he go he goes ahead and takes charge cuz I don't know who else would be in charge yeah. like the control so, room guys.
0: Oh. <laughs> so so pri- yes, yeah, so Private Piles in charge yeah. of uh everything now.
1: And he's instantly like, "Okay, let's set the Raptors off to track down this thing." And it's like yeah. Oh. And then Owen shows up and he's against it, but essentially the guy says, "Hey, I want you to lead this mission. You can either lead it or just not be a part of it." And we're doing it without, no matter what. So, of course, he says, okay, I'm leading it. And, of course, uh, they get the raptors to track down the Indominus Rex. And, of course, the Indominus Rex, and that's when they find out it's part raptor. So, they instantly start talking and working together to hunt down the humans.
0: It's
1: like, yeah, of course. That's why this is a bad fucking idea, (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, because maybe having information like that would have been crucial before, you know, we all agreed that this was the best plan yeah. of, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But you do, like, this is the scene where you get the, the raptor attack, because I feel like every Jurassic Park movie needs a raptor attack. It's just after that yeah. scene, it's iconic. You gotta do something. Yeah. Well, even in the yeah. second one, you get that field scene. We'll talk about that at some point, I'm sure, but. That field scene where you just see like, like you see the field going down, oh, and then you yeah, see those... and those guys just oh, dropping, God, yeah, that's, like that's such a simple shot but so effective. Uh, that
0: that overhead shot <laughs> of them creeping in, mm-hmm. yeah, that's 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 some good Spielberg. We'll out get there. to it at some point,
1: <laughs> I'm sure, but yeah, uh, I like this movie more than that we... one, but that that shot, fuck. Man. <laughs>
0: yeah that's just beautiful (laughs) uh
1: but yeah you get the raptor attack and one of the things i like in the raptor attack is there's this moment where owen finds himself face to face with one of them it's not blue obviously but it's one of the other ones and you can see the raptor hesitate and then that raptor gets killed unfortunately but like well i don't know how unfortunate it is since he's killing all the other ones i think it was charlie yeah
0: i think it might have been charlie
1: but you could but I like that moment because you see that moment where it's almost like the raptor sees him and it's like ooh, and it's like you could tell the raptor's like, oh, do I want to kill him? Do I want? don't know. He's if thinking about it. him. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't think I want to hurt him. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want. I, I don't want. No. Yeah. I don't.
1: It was a semi nice, bittersweet moment, but you know, at the same time, I can't blame whoever shot him for blowing him up because yeah, no. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that, that I also wasn't expecting that. Like,
1: oh shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, um,
0: oh. <laughs> I, I, I when they hooked them up before, they uh, sent them hunting. I also have the uh, <laughs> they had them in Raptor Vision too.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, Respond to chat here.
0: In. Uh, yeah it, uh and then engine uh you know they got rid of all their uh they got bd1 out of there with all the assets
1: yes yes of course um so yeah so don't worry there's sequels afoot and we will get to the next sequel next week is it next yeah i'm pretty sure it's on the play- schedule for next week oh god i remember hating that movie yeah. <laughs> 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 we will get to it though but uh, yeah eventually we get to the point where we're in the main like uh, visitor area we have our main characters there the two kids Claire and Owen and they encounter the raptors first before Indominus pops up as I recall
0: yeah, yeah. and then yeah. we get the ultimate uh, callback
1: yeah yeah, definitely. T-Rex. Yes. Well, I do love the moment where they are the, the raptors find themselves face to face with Owen and Indominus and they have to choose in that moment, which side are you on? Because before they didn't see Owen, so they didn't really, you know, it was like, okay, let's team up with this guy. That sounds like fun. But when they actually were yeah. forced with that choice, I thought it was kind of cool that they chose Owen. And it's like, okay. Cool. You 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> well done, guys. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, of course. Then you get the huge dinosaur battle. Uh, all the dinosaurs are all the well. There's only three raptors and two dude, two die, leaving blue, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, one gets uh, incinerated. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it, their their deaths are as I I don't even recall what the other one was, but as I recall, they were pretty rough. They were
0: <laughs> I think the other one got like destroyed and kind of eaten. Yeah, half eaten. That's
1: right. Yeah, he was he was chewing on it. I remember that. Yeah. Um well, I mean, it, it goes about as well as you expect three Raptors versus this giant Indominus Rex. Um, Not great.
0: <laughs> and uh, the T-Rex and the and, and Blue team up, kind of.
1: Yeah, well, before we get the T-Rex, we get that iconic shot of Claire running in high heels. Why don't they have her take <laughs> off her shoes before she does that? It's like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's like the <coughs> most unrealistic thing in my life. <laughs> I guess... Like, what well, is she... I'm maybe she's yeah. really good at high heels. Uh.
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm I'm impressed.
1: Yeah. But it's like what was uh Bryce Dallas Howard really decade to those high heels? Listen, guys, they make my legs look that good. I need to wear them the whole shot. I guess.
0: <laughs> I guess. I guess.
1: Okay. Are you mm. sure
0: you could run in them Bryce? Yep. I got this.
1: Oh, I can definitely outrun <laughs> CGI in them. For sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, you get the, the big monster battle at the end. It's the Indominus versus Blue, the Raptor, and a T rex And you know what? Cool. <laughs> I mean, I I do feel like as these movies have gone, it's just become, you know, what dinosaur battle are we going to get? And this is a yeah. Cool one. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it, it, with a little bit of help from the Aqua Dino, too because it ends up eating the yeah that one gets
1: the win and i'm not gonna lie when i saw that i was like oh i feel like one of the other ones really earned that one
0: (laughs) oh okay i I see how it is now but okay (laughs) that's cool
1: (laughs) but yes uh yeah like i have my issues with this movie but this is a good one i enjoy it um uh, anything you want to add
0: no i i i really did enjoy this one too i had a lot of fun watching this one and i but i it, like i said it, it had been a long time since i've seen this one so i think i've seen it since it came out so i,
1: I maybe i've maybe seen it three or four times that being said i haven't seen it for years i definitely haven't seen it after watching the sequel because that sequel really put a, a bad taste in my mouth for these movies just <laughs> But we're going to re-experience that yeah. one next week, so yay. <laughs> oh,
0: yes, we are. Absolutely.
1: But, yes. Uh, well, this was fun. Uh, I liked the chat. This is interesting. I haven't done this. But, yes. Uh, what do we have on the schedule for next week?
0: Oh, um, I
1: know I had to. T- sh- I meant to talk about it uh, because I did have to rearrange. Okay. So, next week, we're doing the first four episodes of The Boys Season 1. Jurassic World Two, Fallen Kingdom, Kingdom, and then the first three episodes of Obi One. And I could see. I think Puma. where you talking about Obi One in the chat? Yeah, I am excited to watch that, and we will give our thoughts on that next week.
0: <laughs> I have already watched the first two.
1: Shut up. <laughs> I I wanted to watch it, but I've been I've been so busy the past few days.
0: I mean, <laughs> but, I I. The... Yeah, but, I, I'm excited to get into The Boys, though.
1: Yeah, I haven't. Uh, yeah. I wanted to double check that one with you, but I guess it's official now.
0: <laughs> I've already watched it, so I'll gladly rewatch the it. The
1: Boys? Yeah, I've seen the I've seen all I'm all caught up with the boys. but okay. I, I do. want. Yeah, it, I am, too. Because I would like to yeah, just I, discuss I, it on the I, podcast because it has a fun. Show. Yeah, I,
0: I'm ex- I'm I'm down. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we got The Boys, Jurassic World 2 and Obi-Wan next week um and that that will be on i don't know if we'll live stream it here or put on the podcast it's going to be in one of those two this uh podcast will be moved over to the podcast channel at some point um so you can watch it i'm i don't i'm not going to remove it from here but it'll also be there so if you want to catch all the podcast stuff if you enjoyed this go over to the podcast channel link is in the description box but yeah uh I'd be interested in trying to live stream more because I like I like the chat kind of thrown in stuff because like oh okay guys, <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, so everyone have a good one. Take care. I want to go ahead and add some audio credits at the end here. Uh, the theme music you're hearing at the beginning and end of this podcast was uh, written and performed by George Johnson, a very good friend of mine. And my current Patreons are uh, Fel Martins, David Lara, and Lindsay Pankhurst. If you'd like to become a patron, go ahead and follow the link down below. Anything you can provide would be incredibly helpful to this channel. We're barely limping by right now. Uh, I'd love to make this my full-time job, but I'm miles away from that right now. So any help you could provide, just a dollar a month would be amazing. amazing. You know you want to. All your friends are doing it.